On one of those days, he was slicing Virginia ham behind the deli counter. It was a warm, muggy Friday morning in early July, and Dan had just verbally assaulted him for not stacking the shopping carts, all stolen from local supermarkets, naturally, the right way. This happened in front of his best and only friend, the part-time cashier, Sarah. She looked down into the cash drawer as if she'd gone deaf, while Dan degraded Chance with words like loser, lowlife, and stupid trash. And then Dan went into the back room to curse in Italian and slam the pots and pans around. For a man of five feet tall, he had the voice of a giant. The market had a small crowd that morning, with regular customers that had stopped in to pick up one or two things. Dan Prada's favorite music was blasting from overhead speakers. People were humming Dean Martin songs while they plunked melons and poked eggplants. Their small shopping carts rumbled across the old wooden floor between the narrow aisles, and their lips were pressed together while they contemplated buying two-pound bags of cherries that were on sale for three dollars. Dan refused to break them up into one-pound bags. The Indian woman who came in at least every other day was picking through the peaches to find one that was perfect. She wasn't having much luck, though. Old Betty Shack from the Bronx was squeezing loaves of rye bread. One of the nuns from the Catholic Church walked into the market. She could never decide between angel hair pasta and linguine. At least Dan would never scream or yell in front of the nun. She just might see him for the nasty old perverted man he really was and tell the priest. Chance was running the deli counter all by himself that day because the other part-time worker had recently quit. She said the old man screamed too much. She'd been the laziest and slowest human being Chance had ever known, a donkey of a girl with no chin. She'd slowly shuffled from one customer to another scratching her stomach and complaining under her breath. He wrapped the ham in white paper, weighed it on a scale, and marked a price across the front. When he handed the package to a woman carrying a small child, he looked over the counter and saw an unfamiliar man staring directly at him. His shoulders went back, and he almost dropped the package of sliced ham on the floor. The guy staring at him was tall and muscular with short dark hair, a square jaw, and pale blue eyes shaped like pumpkin seeds. The haircut made him look as if he could have been in the military. He stood so tall and confident, Chance wanted to reach out and touch his skin to make sure he wasn't made of wax. His beige t-shirt hugged bulging chest muscles, and there were a few lacy tattoos on his right upper arm. But from where he stood behind the counter... Chance couldn't make out what they were. "'Can I get you anything else?' Chance asked the woman, but he stared directly into the young man's blue eyes. They weren't innocent eyes, and Chance's heart began to race. "'No thanks,' the woman said. "'This is fine for now.' As she stepped away from the counter and crossed toward the pasta aisle, the good-looking guy stepped forward. He stared into the deli case, rubbing his solid jaw in the palm of his hand, and asked, How are you today? His voice went deep and hollow, the throaty, masculine voice of a football player.
His movements were slow and precise. Not like most guys who shopped alone. Men were always fidgeting and bouncing on the balls of their feet as if they couldn't get out of the store fast enough. Ah, well, Chance said. I'm good. Can I help you with something? Few people ever asked how he was, especially not a strange customer, and this wasn't even a weekend. On Saturdays and Sundays, when the New Yorkers ventured to Lake Hapatkong, New Jersey, every face was different, and you didn't see a regular customer until Monday morning. Dan Prada stepped out of the back storage room and saw the nun picking through torpedo rolls from a wooden bin with a plexiglass cover. He crossed through the deli section, raised his hands in the air, and shouted, Ah, sister!